Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. everyone to Short Will Be Grand, the podcast about two Irish Egypts who give you their two Irish Egypt opinions. Uh, my name's Daniel and Owen can't join us this uh, Friday for our new segment. He has some personal things going on. Um, he will be back as soon as he is ready. Um, but in the meantime, you'll have to deal with me. So, uh, folks, I have a few news bits here and there. Um, I won't keep you for too long because I'm sure you have plenty of things to do on this wonderful Friday morning. Uh, the first thing I'll go to, we'll do the movies first. How about we do some movies first? Movies sound good. It's going to be strange, me not talking to someone, but look, we'll manage it. Anyway, um, today, um, Will Smith, uh, the movie King Richard. Um, for those who um, haven't heard of it, uh, it's the story of Venus and Serena Williams' father uh, as he coached them and was their manager and all that as they were meeting their fame in the court, tennis court that being not in the judicial one i believe i know i don't know why i believe i definitely know there's a li- already a little bit of oscar buzz going on because you know uh we're into september and oscars is now hollywood's kind of looking towards the oscar season and all that kind of stuff but yes this movie is about um richard williams um who was the father king richard who's the father of uh, venus and Tr- serena williams and, you know, these movies always kind of sell well, I think. Like, wholesome, strong, character-building kind of sports movies, usually when there's a father involved. People kind of attune to that really well. So, that looks like um, it's going to be an interesting watch. Um, again, uh, Beyonce, I believe, is having... has a song stuck onto the credits, and this might be Oscar bait at its very finest. So, we'll see how that goes it will be out until uh, November 19th um, in theatres or on HBO Max but yeah that'll be something to look forward to um, like I, I, I there's a few sports um, movies I like I suppose I do like Goal which is um, the soccer one or football whichever way you want to say it um, but yeah they, they're always good movies to watch now, we'll go on to some more my kind of movies for definite. Um, did you hear Roland Emmerich is throwing the moon into the earth in a movie uh, called Moonfall? It, uh, something happened to the earth's orb, uh, the moon's orbit, and the moon has been knocked into the earth. And as you can imagine, like, you know, it would uh, wreak havoc and will kill everyone. And, you know, the tides will be messed up. That, that's a big one. Uh, yeah, Halle Berry's in this. Uh, she is, you know, space jockey, you know, knows how to fly his ship. Probably the best pilot out there. That kind of character. And she's um, she has an idea of what's going on. Uh, she's taken on her um, a person from her past, um, Patrick Wilson's uh, Brian Harper. And a conspiracy nut... Uh, Casey Houseman, who is played by John Bradley of Game of Thrones fame. And they're going to go out there and save the day. And, you know, 
this is this is just Roland Emmerich uh, in general. You know, think Independence Day, think Godzilla, think the day after tomorrow. You know, it's those big bombastic movies. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be crazy. I'm sure it's going to make almost zero scientific sense. And you know what? I'll probably love it. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of those stupid, like, end-of-the-world scenarios that is always a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, it touches down um, in the UK and the US on the 4th of February next year. So, not too long to wait. Four or five months. Um but yeah, looking forward to that. And talking of asteroids that are going to destroy the Earth, uh, there is another movie. That movie being Don't Look Up. And it's a Netflix movie. Uh, it's, again, an asteroid coming to the Earth. And how does humanity react to it? Uh, big, big cast for a Netflix movie. You know, they have Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Ron Perlman. Uh, Matthew Perry, like Ariana Grande shows up in it too, uh, Tyler Perry. Like, I keep going. Like, there's a lot of big names in this. And, you know, for a Netflix movie, that's quite a push out. I think this might be um, their most famous cast um, as a production they've made. But anyway, Don't Look Up has Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, the, the trailer kind of starts out with him having a massive panic attack in the bathroom. I have a feeling that that's the case for the rest of the movie. Um, he apparently will be working on the side with uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, who's very much like, here, look, just give me a few more drinks. I don't want to be here. I hate this. It looks quite satirical. I think there's a few um, you know, celebs there kind of meant to hint at that, you know, oh, uh, isn't humanity very sort of surface level and... They probably will forget about this. It's probably a decent like nod to how we deal with climate change. A lot of people ignoring it and just saying like, well, look, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. Uh, Jonah Hill is the president in this, which probably tells you all you kind of need to know. Um, yeah, he's very much like we have um, Leonardo DiCaprio having a panic attack on the sofa in the White House. And John Hill as a president, oh, dude, chill out. And it's literally the whole world be wiped out. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you're so anxious. Chill. You know, you're making me nervous. And, you know, uh, Meryl Streep is, I'm not sure who she is. She could be the vice president or some secretary of state. And she's just like, you know how many, like, end of the world scenarios we get hidden here in the last two months at least? So it definitely seems like one of those things that people are like, ah, it's I, I think it's satire. It's satire on our modern world and how we react to uh, terrible, terrible things happening. But yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on it. Like, again, for just a, what seems to be a bit of a gag movie, it's weird that they have such uh, expensive cast, but who knows? It might actually be enjoyable. Um, Let's go on to our next thing. The next thing being Andrew Garfield. And you know it. Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> he has been very uh, clear now um, in saying that he's not in the movie. Uh, he, he said, I understand why people are freaking out about the concept of that because I'm a fan as well. You can't help but imagine scenes and moments of, oh my God, how fucking cool would that be if they did that? But it's important for me to say on the record that this is not something I'm aware I am involved in. 
but I know I'm not going to be able to say anything that will convince anyone that I don't know what's happening. No matter what I say, I'm fucked. It's either going to be really disappointing for people or it's going to be really exciting. I I don't even know anymore. It, like, there's been so much, like, subterfuge and he is going to be there and so many people saw him sat and even, like, a 4K video that was put on YouTube with him on set. But some people say it could be from the last movie with some compositing going on. Who knows at this stage? I still think he's showing up and he's just lying. Maybe a little bit too much. Because I know and last time the Spider-Man movies were coming out, for his one, he like he he was a little bit he he was telling people a lot of stuff. So I think I, I have a feeling that Marvel basically went, look, we'll give you another bonus of like two million if you keep your mouth shut. But yeah, uh what do you think? Uh do you think Andrew Garfield is in the next movie? Um do you think him being so sincere with uh, the lie lying here is going to pay off? Or do you think <laughs> no one will ever trust him for anything ever again? Um, oh, I hate to be in his position. But anyway. So, Dune. Um, these are not really news bits, but it's nice seeing the actors' responses to what the movie's like. It seems quite positive so far. Jason Momoa has apparently seen Dune three times, and he loved. It was the first movie that was old, oldish where he was able to bring his kids to. That's a little bit more mature. Um, he um, he he saw the first movie by himself, and he he was just blown away. And he saw the second time with his kids, and he says. I 100% dove into this like I wasn't in it. I feel like that when I went to see it, that was the third time seeing it, and it was so good, I was blown away. The first time I saw it, I was blown away. The second time I went and took my kids, which was really, really crazy, I'd never take them to something that adult yet, but I knew it was very important. But there's lots of things I did for my son in, in the films, like he learned Cal I, and I used that in the film. So he seems very excited. He seems like... um. It's something he wants to bring his kids. He was he was hinting at something um, uh, that his character he has to do in the movie, saying it gutted me. What happens in the film? My kids are seeing that for the first time. I'm like, oh god! But at the same time, they want to go see it. It's their favorite movie. They 100% love Dune. I'm excited to see the rest of it. And yeah, I'm really interested in seeing this film. It's 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 very tantalizing. Um, Oscar Isaac um, he, he just straight up called it a masterpiece and you know I left with so much gratitude that I could just be part of something that was that amazing, that cool, that much of a cinematic achievement, I think it's unlike anything that ever came before it I think it's a masterpiece and I mean Oscar Isaac would know about masterpieces, the man has been in so many fantastic movies so I'm, I'm really looking forward uh, to Dune um, <laughs> on the lighter side of things, um, Denis Villeneuve. I hope I pronounced that right. I I know his face more than I know his name. Uh, he he he's, he's very happy about the film, but there was a scene that's apparently very painful to him. Uh, there's a musical instrument in the movie that's uh made purely for the book and the ballet and he just couldn't do it apparently it was just beyond him like the dune is apparently so close to the material the movie is to the book 
and they tried to get everything right, but apparently the Balasset pushed them a little bit too far. The next one on the block is the Matrix Resurrections trailer has come out. A few days ago, um, the What is the Matrix website uh, was updated with a little uh, question with a red pill and a blue pill. You know, from the original uh, Matrix movie, um, the blue pill puts you back into the Matrix, like nothing ever happened and you move on with your life, and the red pill gets you down the rabbit hole and you enter the world of what is actually reality. And, you know, you can click either one, and it gave you two teaser trailers for the main trailer coming out. And, you know, one was just kind of on the side of, oh, like, this, like the red pill would show you all the things that are Matrix-related. Oh, my God, there's something going on. And the blue pill is very much like, you know, you're seeing a psychiatrist, you're a therapist, uh, Neo or Thomas. You know, you have to relax and kind of understand that all that was in your head. Which is a look, it's a very Matrix thing to do. The actual trailer came out. I'm not too sure about it. Uh, you know, we saw some cool fighting effects and that kind of stuff. But so, first of all, color grading is kind of uh, not green anymore, which is not the end of the world to me. Um, I mean, that's kind of how we saw it at the end of uh, the Matrix Revelations when the Matrix was rebooted and healed and. It was lovely, sunny uh, weather, and everything was warm toned. It's kind of like this in in the movie. Uh, Neo or Thomas is like living a life um, of a normal person who's on medication because he keeps having dreams about, you know, what he's been through before, and he he sees Trinity in the streets, which is interesting because you know, as far as we know, Trinity is dead. I mean, to be fair, we thought Neo was dead as well, though. I will always say, like, we don't know that for sure. Like, the machines did bring him off. And we do get shots of his... If you look at the trailer carefully, you see his eyes are damaged in... You know, when he's in those big gooey vats with the cable sticking out of your head? There's a part of him there and his eyes are kind of burnt. And that's another scene where he kind of awakens and you see his eyes. So I think the machines probably healed him. Same thing could have happened to Trinity. Uh, some people claim they saw uh, Trinity being in one of those vats as well. Maybe they healed her and fixed her up. Even though I have a feeling Trinity might just be um, yeah, a, like a construct. Uh, I'm not sure if it's actually her. And, you know, there's a whole new generation of uh, Rebellion that's, I'm, I'm tr- guess, trying to get Neo back and make him aware of himself. There's a young Morpheus or someone who looks like Morpheus. You know, you know, the big leather jacket, the eyes without the ear handle bits. What are they called? And, you know, it's very much Morpheus, but a young Morpheus. Um, Fishburne hasn't been invited back, even though he he um, wishes the movie all the best and hopes it's fantastic. So you know, I guess that's big of him. It'll be interesting to see. I I'm gonna be honest, it didn't really punch hard for me as a Matrix film. Like none of the shots really were like, wow, this is outstanding. Like it's something you'd see in any other movie. I'm I'm hoping that maybe we'll get another trailer before Christmas before this movie comes out. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, like I was more excited to when it was the teaser trailer, but I'm a little bit worried now with this trailer that came out. I I wasn't blown over by it. I have a feeling this is probably going to be a handover situation to the next generation. There's some very sort of characterized uh, younger people in it. I I wonder maybe this is Neo handing it over to them in this movie, but who knows? Um, but look, it's a Matrix movie at least 
visually it might be interesting. But yeah, let's move on to video games. PlayStation had its big uh, showcase event, uh, revealing some of the games that are coming. Uh, I personally thought it was a fantastic um, show off of what's to come. Uh, some really cool titles. You know, look, let's get the obvious one out of the way, at least for me. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic is getting a from the ground rebuild remake coming which i think is a timed um exclusive deal with playstation 5 um and yeah it's knights of the old republic um the first one uh which is just astounding uh delighted to hear that's been made it's been looked after by asper or aspire and I'll be honest, I didn't recognize the name at first, but they were in charge for porting and working on the game uh, of the Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic to the Sith Lords when they were porting them over to Mac, Android, and iOS. So, like, they know these games through and through. So, like, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. It's a shame that, you know, um, Bioware isn't doing it, but... At the same time, Bioware is not the studio that it used to be either. So, look, it's a remake. Worst case scenario, where you don't like it and you just play the original. So, there's no loss. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really interesting, interested to see how this goes. Um, it's probably one of the most popular Star Wars games of all time. It's sequel even more so. And there was an MMO, obviously, that most people counted as the third installment. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, Alan Wake, as if we're talking about remasters and remakes, is coming back. Uh, it's coming up and it'll be arriving on the 5th of October. Uh, nicely retextured. It'd be interesting to see how this game will do in the modern era. I mean, I know you're never meant to look into like the showcase comment section as things are coming out, but there were a lot of snoozes and ZZZs. So I guess to some people, Alan Wake isn't exciting, um, which is bizarre to me. It's a fantastic storyline. Atmosphere is superb. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this and giving it another go. To be honest, the Star Wars one in this makes me really want to get a PS5. And I'll be honest with you, I've been on a PC and Nintendo Switch sort of move for the last few years so this is a cool thing to jump onto yeah for sure um a game called uh forspoken um which i mean it's, it's one of those stories that i never really like but someone from the real world feels sad and then not happy and they get transported into the magical fantasy world where they have to fight and save the day i mean you know most people know that trope from anime and manga and I'm not really mad about that as a story point. But the combat looks cool. Uh, the character can shoot like ice and water and runs around and flies about the place. I mean, it lo looks grand. Uh, it looks open world-ish. You know, uh, some of the other NPC character models were a little bit questionable. Um, I wonder if that's on purpose, but who knows. Um, but yeah, that's uh, Forspoken definitely uh check check out these trailers uh like i wasn't massively disappointed with any of it it's like the only thing i kind of was bored with was marvel stuff um yeah there's ghostwire tokyo which uh seems to be a 
cool sort of scary movie combat thing again check it out if you like god of war ragnarok i mean this one this one's always gonna sell um Kratos is, I think, fighting Thor. Um, excuse me if I'm wrong about any of this. Um, I haven't actually played the first one yet because I don't have a console for it. But yeah, look, the first movie was very popular, and the first game was very popular. And I imagine like the fur, um, the sequel do just as well. So yeah, um, Kratos and his son, who I believe is actually going to be Loki eventually in this pantheon, going a nerd journey trying to find um the god of war of this pantheon because war might actually be the right thing to like save the day or something along those lines so who knows yeah uh marvel's guardians of the galaxy um i mean last time they did a e3 showcase it went on for 40 minutes there's not much to say here it's marvel smart talking and attacking a beast running around it and attacking them more some people like this. Uh, it's not really for me. I'm a bit tired of these kind of games. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of people excited about this. Uh, we see Spider-Man and we see Miles Morales Spider-Man in it as well. And they seem to be teaming up to fight Venom. Um, and who he we actually get to see Venom in this. So that, that seems fun. And a lot of people also saying that they could hear uh, Kraven the Hunter as a voiceover. Though if that is Venom or Craven the Hunter, who knows? Maybe Venom and Craven the Hunter are the same thing? No? Maybe, like, you know, Venom took him over? Who knows? Could be. Which would make Craven really fucking powerful, to be honest. Uh, also, alongside of that, uh, Marvel's uh, Wolverine. So we're going to get a Wolverine a game, probably in the style or something like Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1 and 2 not sure if it's going to be open world I, I i imagine it'll be something along the lines of that and you get to fight as wolverine and everyone likes wolverine uh, so much so that all the x-men movies were basically about wolverine in some way or form uh project eve which looks astonishing uh really gorgeous game um cool combat cool enemies caramels are really nice looking seems to have a lot of bayonetta in it um a lot of like crazy godlike athletics you know, so that would be interesting. Uncharted is coming as well. Uh, Legacy of Thieves collection is coming to the PlayStation 5. As well, which is exciting to me, is that it's coming to the PC 2. Not the PC 2. That would be a technological jump forward, wouldn't it? The, <laughs> you had the P PC 1, but now play the PC 2. Anyway, yes. So finally, Uncharted is coming to the um, computer. And I'm looking to forward to actually playing it. But I will say, this event was pretty cool. It makes me kind of think of getting the PlayStation 5 and see how that goes. And folks, that's it for our solo news uh, segment this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Owen will be back as soon as he possibly can. And yeah, uh, like, subscribe, uh, follow us on social media share us with your friends it's always appreciated just understand it's always always appreciated when you do that 
we're a small podcast but we'd like to get more people talking we want to set up a discord like there's a discord we're eating but we just want you know a few more people on social media getting involved and then we'll start adding you to that you know there's, there's cool stuff ahead we just need the numbers uh to see if it's worthwhile um anyway that's it from me daniel today and have a lovely weekend everyone Asher Lowe. Keep your grunt.